Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fitchix Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are talking nutrition hacks. I feel like this is so needed because people always want hacks. They want like, what is the quick thing or the fast thing? Or like, how do I, you know, change or shift, especially when it comes to nutrition? Because I feel like nutrition, to be honest, is the hardest part from like a health standpoint, especially when you're trying to transition or transform your health. I feel like nutrition is the part that people get tripped on up on the most because there's so much misinformation or so much like confusing information out there. So I think hacks are just, they're a quick and easy way for people to just be like, okay, got it. I can, I can implement that and then I can move forward. 100%. And I also think that the thing that most people don't realize is how important nutrition is to like everything to do with your health, your muscle building, your weight loss. Like it is literally the maker of your energy, yeah, yeah. your energy, your mindset, your emotions. So it doesn't like matter. All of it. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't matter if you're working out all the time. It doesn't matter if you're doing like all of the things, but you're not focusing on your nutrition at all. It's almost like, it's not that it's ever a waste of time. Don't ever think it like that. Cause like, I know some people will start to think, Oh, well then should I just not work out anymore? No movement is still <laughs> so important. But if you're really getting to a place where you're like, wait a second, I'm not getting to my weight loss goals, or I'm not building the muscle that I want. It literally probably has to do with your nutrition. And all it takes is small, small tweaks, like small tweaks to really see big results. So even for example, like my sister who she has just now she's 43 years old and is like ripped. (laughs) She's like in the best shape of her life. She had this goal this year after COVID, she had gained a lot of weight during like, not a lot of weight, but she had gained, um, again, back some more weight during COVID where she's always been active. And she decided that enough was enough. And she decided she wanted to hit this goal. And she only works out four days a week, but where she really focused on was her nutrition. So mm-hmm. making sure, of course, that she's getting certain nutrients, making sure that she's aware of what she's eating, because this is the other thing too, when we, when we aren't aware of something, we can't change it. Now we're right. not saying tracking is not for everybody, but it is something that you've got to start to be aware of what you're doing um, and where you can make changes. It doesn't mean it has to be a negative thing. It's that awareness is like the very first step in, in, in anything. So Before we get into these hacks, I just want you to take a moment and just even think about where it is right now in your nutrition journey that you want to make some, some changes. So for example, you know, maybe it is that you want to lose a little bit of weight. Maybe it is that you want to just eat more real whole foods. Maybe it is that you want to have more energy. Just think about where it is in your nutrition journey that you want some help with. And then just be honest with yourself about where you're at right now. 
So, you know, for example, I've been moving, I've been eating a lot of takeout and I feel it. I can feel it in my body. Even if I'm eating healthier takeout, I'm not cooking. I don't know all the ingredients that are going in. You know what I mean? Like things like that. So just Mm -hmm. be honest with yourself and then you can start implementing these things from there. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So let's do this. So our top five nutrition hacks. Yeah. So the nutrition hack number one, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know, we've talked about this. We talk, or if you're in any of our certification programs, you know, we talk about this a lot. It is to build your plate around the complete in three rule. So I would say this is an oldie in our world, but it is a goodie. It never ages. It's like, it's almost like, who was that celebrity I was seeing the other day? I'm like, gosh, it's like JLo. Like she just doesn't age. The or like share. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, she just doesn't age. The complete three rule. It just doesn't age because it is tried and tested and true across all styles of eating. So whether you're vegan or paleo or keto or any of the things you can still follow complete and three. So what is complete in three, Amanda, if I haven't preached it to you enough? (laughs) No, no. So the complete in three really is essentially just making sure that your plate always has protein, fibers, and fats. That's it. Those macronutrients that are just essential for your health and having a balance of those and not eliminating, you know, we're not talking about like eliminate one or go heavy on another. It's really just about like your balance, your plate should be balanced in those with, of course, your fiber being like your veggies or your low glycemic veggies, that kind of thing. And then you have your proteins and then you have your healthy fats, which could be, you know, if you're having a salad and then you're using a little bit of olive oil on it as a dressing or something like that. But it's really protein fibers and fats at every single meal to ensure that you keep your glycemic level balanced. You keep yourself full longer by having the fiber and by having the protein. So it breaks down, um, it breaks down slower. So it's really, it's about like, it's about giving yourself the opportunity to not feel like, I think of it as this way. It's your, your opportunity to give yourself, um, like nutrition that is going to help you, but that's also going to make you not feel like you are starving or you are always hungry or ravenous or having like blood sugar spikes and drops all the time. It's really just about giving yourself like some sort of balance to your nutritional habits. And that's why I like the complete three the best. hundred percent. And I think it's such an easy like the thing I love about it is the simplicity of it. Right. That's why it's one of our hacks because If you just look at your plate every time and say, okay, do I have a protein? Check. Do Mm -hmm. I have a healthy fat? Check. Do I have fiber? Now this is where some people get a little bit tripped up. It's like, well, what do you mean by fiber? And like Amanda said, it's mostly looking at those lower glycemic. So the higher watery, higher, um, lower starch vegetables. So, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the greens and the tomatoes, zucchini, onions, peppers, like all of those ones that are more watery. Usually they kind of like as a little rule of thumb, they usually grow in the summer months. So right now it's summer. If you're listening to this later on, um, you might be, you know, eating some more, some different vegetables, or you're going to have to um, not get them in season, but right now it's summer and you can get so many amazing vegetables um, that are low glycemic that are higher in fiber. Mm-hmm. So I always say that kind of go for a rule around 10 grams of fiber per meal, which for some people, they think it sounds really daunting, but it's actually not that hard to hit. Um, when you, when you start to really focus on the quality of your food, like real whole food. So you've got your protein, you've got your fiber, you've got your healthy fats, 
And that alone right there is just a very quick checklist. And if you build your meals around those three things, like Amanda said, you're going to deal with less blood sugar spikes, less insulin spikes, less cravings. Um, and it's going to really help you make sure that you are in line with your goals. So simple hacks. And I think for us too, sometimes, you know, we talk about this so much that we kind of take it for granted. Like I wouldn't, for me, it's like such second nature now that I would never eat a meal without protein because I'm right. a, I'm starving so fast afterwards. <laughs> um, but it's just so natural for me to get enough protein. But as women, so many women are not getting enough protein. So when they're having, you know, like a meal, it's like, okay, I'm just going to have a salad or I'm going to have toast with jam or butter on it, or I'm going to have, you know, like a, a bowl of veggies and rice or whatever it is, but they're missing that protein. Even if it is real whole foods, they're missing the amount of protein. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. animal protein. Can be veg vegetarian protein too, but we've got to make sure we're getting that protein because it's such an essential source in preserving our muscle mass, keeping us full in between meals. Um, and also it keeps us fuller longer. So mm -hmm. protein, protein, protein. So build your plate around the complete in three. I know. I actually can't remember who I was speaking to the other day, but they were saying it was one of our, um, it was one of our graduates of our fitness and nutrition expert certification. And they were saying to me that once they learned, um, how to calculate macros and how to build out meal plan, they did their own and they were like blown away by how little protein they actually ate. Yeah. And so they it gave them an opportunity to kind of get like this bird's eye view of like really what was happening. And then by shifting it allowed for them to completely shift into where they wanted to be from a goal sending standpoint, which is really cool. Well, and that's why at the beginning I said, the number one thing guys is just stepping into awareness around your nutrition. And yeah. I think a lot of times, and this is a little side rant, but I think a lot of times we get scared to do that because we think that means beating ourselves up, right? We think if we right. start to become aware of what we're eating, we're going to get mad at ourselves and pull all things out of the closet that we've been, you know, like, Oh, I ate that tub of ice cream and then beat ourselves up about it. That's mm -hmm. not what awareness is. Awareness is just, like I said, you can't change what you do not, you do not know. Mm -hmm. And that's why tracking or understanding macros tracking, even if you just track to see what your amounts should be or the targets you kind of want to hit, let's say for protein, even if you're not going to track all of your meals, it'll bring it into your awareness. Like, Whoa, wait a second. I have not been eating enough protein. Like that's one of right. actually the exercises, like Amanda was saying in, in both of our certification programs is to track for three days and just to do it, to bring it into your awareness. And it's crazy. The amount of change that comes out of just even doing it for three days, when you start to really realize what you're consuming and versus mm -hmm. what you think you are. Definitely. Um, okay. So number two, Nutrition hack number two is write out your core four meals based on the complete and three rule. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like a lot of numbers. Let's just break that down. Really simple. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we teach at FitJex Academy is the idea of having your core four meals. So these are four meals that are created breakfast, lunch, or meal one, two, three, four. I don't like to say breakfast, lunch, dinner, because people then associate times with that. And you can really eat whenever you want. That works for you. Like my I think breakfast. they also, I think they also associate like certain foods. Like you yeah. have, you have limitations where like, I don't, as you know, I don't even like like traditional breakfast foods. So I oftentimes will eat like chicken and rice for breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> like that's just, that's what I eat because I'm like, Oh, like I have curry in the fridge. Cool. I'm going to eat that for breakfast. Like I I know for some people listening, they might be like, that sounds weird, but it's just, I, my mom always taught me actually growing up. She's like, as long as it's good for you, 
it doesn't matter what it is. Just go ahead and eat it at any time of the day that you choose. Well, and I think it's also the same thing with the foods. It's also with the timing, right? Like everyone thinks you have to have breakfast before Before noon, say 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Or you have to have lunch at noon. You have to have dinner after five o'clock. Like, whereas realistically, like breakfast just means to break the fast. And you could eat meal one as your breakfast at two o'clock in the afternoon if you want. So I like to think of the core four as like meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four. But if you want to think of it as breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, you could think of it as that as well too. But basically it's having four meals in your arsenal that are your go-to meals that follow the completely three rules. So each meal has to have a protein, a fiber, and a healthy fat in it. Now the secret though, the hack to make this actually work is don't just think about them. Don't just like visualize, okay, these would be my core four meals you have to write them out. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is to keep this as your meals as simple as possible. So we just had a meeting earlier on with one of our team members who she also has a, um, her own business. And she was asking the question about like, how do, how do I really simplify writing nutrition plans? And we were just actually speaking about this, like Amanda was on the call too. And it was funny because I was saying, you know, as coaches, it's one of the things we always feel like we have to make these meal plans so creative. Like we have (laughs) to, we have to give them, you know, 15 different recipes and they're eating something different every single day. When in reality, that is so overwhelming and not useful. Most people won't, and most people won't do it. Like, I think, you know, the idea is, is that we have to try to make this something that they can implement into their life. The number one reason why people resist change when it comes to like their health and wellness oftentimes, or their reasoning is that they don't have enough time. Why are you going to give somebody a meal plan that has, you know, 20 different vegetable, like variations of vegetables with like five, you know, every single dinner is a different protein with like a different, um, you know, like rice or you know, you're going to have quinoa the next day. You're going to have this, like, it's, I find like, it feels really overwhelming. It feels like it's going to take way too much time. It's going to be too much energy. It's going to be a lot of waste. I always think of it from a waste standpoint too, because if you're making all these little things, it's so hard just to make one little serving of something. I mean, at least for me, I always, as you know, I make a lot of something and then I just eat the same thing all the time, which is my core four. <laughs> yeah. So like if, and, and that's one thing we always say, and we teach that like one of the criteria, we did a podcast on core four too. If you look back at our past podcasts, if you want to learn more really how to build your core four and what the criteria is for it, but really one of the main criteria is it's just got to be a protein, a fiber and a fat that you love and you eat regularly. So for example, yeah. one of mine would be that I always have, um, Greek yogurt, frozen berries, um, and chia seeds mixed together as like a breakfast. Sometimes I add oats, a little bit of oats. Sometimes I don't. So it's almost like an overnight oats, but I always have those four things in my fridge. It's, I love eating it. It's delicious for me. So that's usually my, my breakfast or a snack for me every single day. Yes. But I also know that that is a perfectly balanced, complete and three meal. So if I'm in a pinch, like let's say I'm running in and I'm starving, I'm not trying to, to make decisions. I already have it written out. Oh, I've got these four meals that are in line with my goals. Let's just quickly whip one of them together. And mm-hmm. what it does is it takes the guesswork out of it. It takes, especially if you're someone who is trying to eat healthy. I see this with a lot of clients is there's this level of not trusting yourself. Like you don't trust yourself to make the right decision. And you don't trust yourself that you know how to build these meals. And yes, you can hire a nutrition coach for sure to help you and be your accountability coach. But building your own core four meals will really help you to build your confidence too in your own nutrition because you chose them. And it's so simple, guys. Literally, all you have to do is just write out meal one, two, three, four, 
right underneath that protein, fiber, healthy fat, and fill it in. Mm -hmm. No, it's funny on the side of my fridge. I actually have a list. It's like, it looks like a menu almost, but it's literally just like my, I have, I have more than four, but I have like eight things that I make on a regular basis. And it's so that I don't have to think about it. Yeah. So I don't have to ever think about, and I know, and like, even from a grocery standpoint, I know I just buy the same things every single week. It's always suggested to me because I just buy everything in the app, which I know we'll talk about in a minute, but it's like, this is like, this makes my life so much simpler rather than going in. And you know what happens? And we all know this happens when you don't plan ahead, when you don't have this core force set up for you, you don't have the foods that you would normally eat and you go into the kitchen and you're ravenous and you're hungry. What are you going to do? You're going to eat crackers. You're going to eat all these other things while you're trying to figure out what you're going to eat. You're going to be eating all of these other things that are maybe not in line for what your goals might be. And don't beat yourself up guys, because honestly, like I've been in this industry for how long I've gained weight. I've lost weight. I've done fitness competitions. I've been so tight on my nutrition. I've been so loose on my nutrition. I've been in every place possible. And I know all the things to do. And even moving, I was just doing literally that because we still have not, you know, we've been trying to get things set up. We're in a new town and we're just learning, you know, even the grocery store here, it's a small town. So like, it's not a great grocery store, which will lead us into number three, which is why I've been thinking about this hack even more. Um, (laughs) but I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I literally am eating crackers. I'm eating things that I don't normally eat unless I was to pair it with other things because I'm hungry. I'm mindless. And so even over the weekend, I went and I cut up a ton of veggies and I threw them in a big Tupperware and I just threw them in my fridge. So when I, I know now, okay, well, when I am snacky, at least I have those to grab because I was like, I'm turning, I'm doing the things that I know I should not be doing. And I'm doing them because I'm not prepared. So it happens to everybody, but this is where it leads into hack number three. So hack number three is to start ordering your groceries online versus going into the store. Yes, ma'am. Now this (laughs) is important for so many reasons, not just the fact of like ease of time. And I know through the pandemic, like a lot of people got more comfortable and also a lot more stores now are offering really great um, apps that they can order on. Whereas before there was like Instacart and like a couple things, but now there's like a lot of selection. But the reason why it's so important too, it's like what Amanda was saying, like she's got the the foods, her core four meals. So they're automatically added every week, right? So the decision gets taken out of it. Then on top of it, when you have to sit down to actually order your groceries, you're not in the store in the moment. You are, you're separate and the food is not right in front of you. So what ends up- You're not tempted. Yeah. It's not even that you're not just tempted. This actually goes down. It's a brain hack. You're, we make decisions in the moment based on our primitive brain which is we want to, you know, things fast. We want to, we seek pleasure. We want to avoid pain. We want to put in the least amount of effort as possible, right? Seeking pleasure is sugar. Sugar hits all of our dopamine receptors. We actually have a physical response to sugar that makes us feel physically good in the moment, right? So when you're in the store and suddenly you're like, okay, oh my gosh, that baked goods looks so good. Okay, maybe I'll just get that for my husband or for my wife or for whatever, right? And then before you know it, you have all this stuff in your cart that you actually end up eating at home that you're buying for someone else or that you don't even really want. 
because it's in the moment. Whereas if you actually are in front of a computer ordering things, you're going to order based on what you're thinking about, based on your core formulas, based on your recipe, using what's called your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain where we make decisions from and put off instant gratification for long-term goals. The only way to use that part of your brain though, is you got to make decisions in advance. So this is like this brain hack that sounds like, oh, it's going to save me time just to order my groceries online, but you're actually hacking like at it's such a deeper level. And I love it. I think it's such a good idea. It's funny. I mean, you know, that I have been a huge like believer in online ordering, especially the pandemic was the thing that really kind of started it. I started doing it a little bit before, but I wasn't really committed to it. But ever since the pandemic, I decided I would always pre-order all my groceries. And the one thing that I found again, not even just from a tempting standpoint, but I found it just kept me super organized because the app itself, because I use it so often, it has like the for you recommendations built into it. And those are the things that I frequently buy. And so I now know I don't have to search through the first time, first few times having to like set it up took me some time, but then once it's set up, I now don't have to, I know these are all the things I use every single week, like my eggs and, you know, whatever, whatever it is like milk and eggs and like all the stuff that we buy on a regular basis are all just preloaded. And I just have to hit the quantities that I want. And that makes it super fast, but it also makes sure that I have everything I need. I'm not all of a sudden going like at the grocery store, walking around. Cause I, I find that I'll do this. I'll go into a grocery store and I'll walk around aimlessly being like, what do I need again for dinner? Oh, right. I need, I think I need this. Do I have that? I don't know. And then I buy stuff and then I find that waste more. I'm not saying I'm wasting food. I'm like, I will literally eat all of the things <laughs> in my fridge before they go bad, just because I hate throwing out food. Cause I do not like to waste. Um, but it's like, it keeps me from that. It keeps me really organized. It keeps it so that I don't have to like think about it. And from the tempting temptation standpoint, I'm not walking through the bakery because I don't even, it doesn't even pop up in my app and I don't search in the bakery section. I'm never looking at those things. I'm just looking at the, what do I need for my meals? And so it's just, I find it's just been such a game changer for me. And, um, you know, if it's available to you, I think that, you know, cause I know it's not available for everyone. And, but if it is, it is something that can really help just keep you organized and get everything that you need from a recipe standpoint, you're standing in your kitchen, looking at what you have already. And then you just figure out what you're missing for your core force. Well, and I think what's really good too, is it is also the whole thing of um, if, you know, a partner or your kids are going to take over, you know, a lot of times women feel like we have to bear the brunt of doing all of the the things, right? And that's mm-hmm. an easy way is once you get your app set up and you've got the things that you're ordering. And a lot of times you're ordering the same things over and over again, like Amanda was saying, then you can start to pass it off and get your family more involved in the grocery shopping. And you know that they're buying things that are in line with what you want to be eating for your health goals. And hopefully they want to be eating for their health goals too. Because we know that not every family is on the same page, right? Like it's, yeah. And that's fine. It's it's funny that you say that because literally as we're recording this, David, my husband just went and picked up our grocery order (laughs) for the week. I had ordered it last night. He went to go pick it up while I'm doing something else. And it just makes it so streamlined. So he put it all away. Now I know groceries are here. (laughs) So then I could go and I can make my, one of my meals, which is my new obsession, the chicken souflaki on brown rice with broccoli (laughs) and fresh lemon. Best. But this is weird too, <laughs> like um, also just staying on the kind of online and the apps and stuff. I'm also a huge believer. I know Mendo saying it's not available to everybody. Some people don't have the delivery in their area or the pickup in their area, but also it's not available for a lot of people financially. So That's I what also I meant. am a huge yeah. believer in 
coupons, price matching. Like there's so many great tools out now to make things a lot easier. So even the flip app is one I love. And you can find like, let's say you pitch your core four, you're going to do, let's say like a man was saying chicken, sublocky, you want to do chicken, broccoli, brown rice, and lemon. So you can go in and search chicken and find out where is the cheapest place to get your chicken. Search broccoli. Where is broccoli the cheapest? And then go to a grocery store that price matches. So you don't be going all over the place. Yeah. And get all your stuff at that one grocery store. And right there, it's like, if you have, but that's where the planning for the core four in advance makes the most sense. So you're not just Mm -hmm. aimlessly trying to find healthy foods and you're either spending a ton or you can't afford it. It's like, okay, these are the foods that I want. And if they're out of your price range, then you could pick different protein fibers and fats that are, but there's always a way to do it. And the flip app is a really, really cool tool to do that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think flip is really cool. Um, Okay. So the next two, we're going to go quickly because of course we want to make sure that we get through all this today um, is building a low sugar slash low starch kitchen. Now, what this really means is building a low glycemic kitchen and glycemic sounds like a really fancy word, but really the way that I like to think about it too, it's like building a non-processed food kitchen. Like when you look in your cupboards right now in your fridge, how many things are actually real foods, whether they're in cans or not, or frozen or not, how many things are real foods and how many things are food like products? So food like products are things like, you know, pop chips and crackers and cereals and breads and um, yogurt tubes full of sugar and like all of these things that are food but they are not really nutritionally dense food. Right. So the whole idea is to really look at your, like look at your kitchen and start to build it in a way, your cupboards, your fridge, your freezer in a way that is more natural. It's less processed. And you could just start with picking one of them. Like let's say you'll start with your freezer. So when you go in your freezer, is it frozen pizzas and pizza pops and pierogies and like all of these things, or Do you have bags of frozen berries and frozen veggies? So you've got something in a pinch. Do you have, um, you know, pre-made meals that you've made and you've frozen? Like just, again, it's about being honest, look in there and see what you have. And then start to think about what you can swap out where you're eating a lot of high glycemic foods, which are of course things that are more starchier or more sweet and swap those out. So again, like things like rice, where could you add more cauliflower rice, zucchini, where could you add more zucchini noodles, all that stuff. Um, so I like this idea of having like getting into the action of building a more low glycemic kitchen, but don't take it all at once. Like I said, pick an area first mm-hmm. and then start to see what you could swap out to make sure there's a lot like just, you know, it's very eye-opening when you look in your freezer too, it's like, well, wait a second. How much of this stuff is actually real food? Right. No, for sure. I mean, we have like a whole, we actually have drawers in our freezer that are it's like one drawer, which is our frozen veggie drawer. And then one that's our frozen fruit and stuff for like smoothies and things like that. Then we have a shelf that's just for like our meats. Cause I love to save. And so if I see like meat is on sale, I will buy like, like, cause if like chicken thighs or whatever, cause we eat a lot of that, if they're on sale, we'll buy a lot and then just like freeze it or, and then we have a whole shelf for like our pre-made meals. Cause I do batch cook. Um, and I always like to have at least one or two. I don't have a lot of stuff in the freezer that's pre-made meals, but I'll have like one or two things that I can just be like, oh my gosh, this week is crazy. I don't have time. And so we're going to eat this frozen soup I made. Well, that's one of my goals too, is the more now, like now that I'm in the house too, is like, 
I just want to cook one day a week because also you think about the amount of time spent. And then again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that decision-making. And every time you have to make a decision, you're less likely to make a good decision. We get decision fatigue, right? We're constantly making decisions, but when you have decided I'm cooking all the things on one day, they're in the freezer. Now you just have literally instant healthy meals to grab. Like it takes away all the guesswork and then time, stress, all of that stuff that are major in keeping you from getting to your, your goals, especially with your nutrition, right? Because like, it's a lot easier to go pick up a pizza than it is to make a homemade chili. You know what I mean? But when it's frozen and the, like, you know, okay, in the morning, I'm just going to take it out, defrost it. There you go. Exactly. exactly. Um, okay. Like I said, I always have two. Yeah. It's just in there. So good though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And also if you get your friends on this too, which is why I wish we lived closer, but <laughs> such a good idea to do like food a, swap. Do a food swap. <laughs> like everyone pick a recipe, everyone make a meal, and everyone give each other one of them. And then you it's again, so you know good. the recipe is in line, everyone's on the same healthy goals. It's such a good idea. Um, but the last one is more of just a personal hack. And I guess in a way it's not, maybe it's not even a hack, but I think it is. And I think people don't do this enough. We outsource a lot of our power to other people. And I love that you guys are listening to us and getting inspiration, but I really want, and one of the goals both of Amanda and I want is to really encourage you guys to start to take this education and like own it, right? Become someone who these are your habits or these are things that you do. But if you have a goal and you're not hitting it, just ask yourself why like and be honest this is the hardest thing though right we're, we tr- we're not honesty honest is the ourselves. hardest part it's yeah. the hardest part because we put so much I think it's because we put so much pressure on ourselves and we put judgment on ourselves when it's not needed yeah. it's like you're just being honest so that you can look at it as data and you could just evaluate it. You're not necessarily, it's not to say you are right or wrong or good or bad or any of those things. It's really just to look at it and be like, okay, honestly, have I been doing the things to be able to reach my goals or not? And if the answer is no, then it's just like, okay, cool. What do I need to then look at out of these hacks that we just shared? Like which hack could I implement or which hack have I been avoiding or, you know, what is it that I need to shift? Because once we become honest with ourselves, that's when we can make the changes. And I also think a lot of it too, is just the idea of, um, you know, just if we can get to the, the reason why. So like a lot of times we go to the place of like, I'm not at my goals because I'm lazy. I'm not at my goals because I have no self-control. I just can't stop eating candy. I'm not reaching my goals because my husband is not on board with my healthy eating. Like we always outsource our power, right? But if you just Mm -hmm. get quiet for a moment and just ask yourself like, okay, really though, why am I not? Well, maybe it's that I don't have the education. Like I just don't know nutrition. I've never been taught it properly. And don't worry guys, because none of us have, unless you go and seek information, right? We're not taught in our schools properly. We're not taught it in our culture. The government doesn't teach it to us. Like they give us these terrible food guides, which are all wrong. <laughs> so maybe it is just like, I don't have the right information. I don't have the right education. Mm-hmm. I'm confused because there's so much stuff out there. And like, the marketing is amazing out there. Like these guys spend insane, insane amounts of money marketing to this, to, to you to say, oh yes, buy my cereal. It's now whole grain. It's good for you. Like they, they, yeah. they use keywords because they know that these are words that will sell you on it. They spend so much money, not only researching it, but then also marketing it. So it's like, 
you can't, so don't be mad at yourself or don't be upset if you're like, oh, I fell for that again. <laughs> like it's like the veggie straws, right? Those veggie chips and stuff. It's like everyone buys them because they think I'm going to eat them because they're good for me, but they're, they, it's like what, like 1% of it has any kind of veggie in it. Other than I know, like, I think it's like the dog. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so but it's just, where it's, that's it's, the thing. It's not your fault is my point. Like it's not your fault. It's just about learning and continuing to sort of challenge the things that are out there to get the education you need. And what I want to offer too, is it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to encourage you guys to take your power back because it is your responsibility. If you're not at your goals, no one is going to figure this out for you. You, it is your responsibility to figure it out for yourself. And that just starts with, okay, maybe I don't have the right education. Where can I go get it? Shameless self-plug, you can come and get certified with us. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's a perfect place to learn all about holistic nutrition and weight loss. Like where, if you are really confused, where is that? But what I really don't want you guys to do is stop Googling and stop just trying another diet because that is the way things have been done for so long. It's like, this isn't working. I'm going to now try another diet. This isn't working. I'm going to try this style of eating. This isn't working. And all you do is diet hop Mm -hmm. and thought fondle about like, Oh, next one's going to be the one. No, it starts with simplicity. And it's like, it's not as hard as you think, but you've got to just really get honest with yourself. So I'm putting that on you. It is your responsibility to figure it out. No one's going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. We all got to be adults here. So just grab a piece of paper, set a timer, ask yourself, like if I'm not at my goals, what, what is like with nutrition, what is the thing that I think is standing in my way? Mm-hmm. And just write. Yeah. And eventually Be honest we'll- without any judgment. That's it. That's so it. with I that like- guys, those are our five nutrition hacks to help you head into the rest of this year. Oh yeah. Um, I know a lot of us are coming out of quarantine pandemic times. Things are opening up. Things are closing back down. We have no idea what's going on, but the one thing you always have control over, because I know a lot of us feel out of control is what we eat. And it's a really great way for you to not only transform your health, but also get to the goals that you've been wanting to hit for a long time. So I really hope this was helpful to simplify things. And then also make sure that you guys, if you're interested in getting certified, um, we have our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification info session, August 11th at 7 PM EST. Just go to fitchacademy.com forward slash live session or message us on any of our social media. And we'll be there to make sure you have the right link to get set up. So join us on Wednesday. It's going to be awesome. And um, we will see you guys next week. Great. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye. Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChix Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. 
Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.